Hello listeners and welcome to another series of PWC's Leap Network How to Empower podcast. My name is Chris Keir and I'm your host for this series. Um, today we're going to be discussing women in tech. Despite decades of progress towards workplace equality, women remain woefully unrepresented in the UK's technology workforce. As such, products and services are being developed and delivered based on the perspectives of only one half of the population. We need to make sure that the technology sector provides an attractive and inclusive working environment. I am delighted to be joined by Jing Tiao, an economist at PwC who leads the analysis of the PwC Women in Work report, which has just been released and is an eighth year of publication. I'm also delighted to be joined by Wincy Wong, head of Rose Review Implementation at NatWest, and also named one of 2019's UK Top 100 BAME leaders in UK Tech by the Inclusive Tech Alliance and the Financial Times, but is also a founding member of Tech She Can, an organization of 150 plus corporates working together to increase the number of women in technology roles across the UK. Jing, Wincy, thank you for joining me and hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Wincy, let's start with you, if we may. Uh, why aren't enough women considering careers in technology? So women, unfortunately, are not considering careers in technology. I think that's the start. I think there was a study done by PwC uh, a few years ago where they talked about how um, girls at GCSE age, about 27% of them were only were interested in careers in tech and 3% named it as their top choice versus about two-thirds of boys who are interested in careers in tech. Yeah. So a massive gap. Um, also, if you look at the numbers, so we have some good news in that la in 2019, there were one mil over 1 million women working in STEM roles. And that's the highest it's ever been. It continues to grow, so that's massively good news. And also, we talked just about tech. So the tech part of the science, technology, engineering, maths um, that we usually talk about under STEM, we saw an additional 60,000 jobs and roles being added in the UK. So that's some amazing news. Unfortunately, on the flip side, what we also found is that out of the, because of the million women who are working in tech roles, that only makes up 24% of all tech roles across the, all STEM roles across the UK. And out of the 60,000 new roles, only 16% were filled by women. And that's down year on year, because in 2018 it was 17%. Mm -hmm. So it's actually gone down 1%. So it's critically important, because we've, we've also seen studies where uh, we find that at a m younger age even, it, it starts at the home, probably around the age of 10, that it's closer to parity, where both um, boys and girls are equally interested in careers in tech. And then I think there's something to add about the um, aptitude as well for boys and girls, um, you know, taking up STEM subjects because actually there is no, you know, apparent difference um, in their aptitude and performance uh, in school um, in those subjects. So I think there is certainly something to be said about social and cultural factors um, influencing their interest in tech and STEM later on. Because that leads me on quite nicely to my second question, Jing, and what is the scale of the problem and perhaps how does this vary globally? So for this year's report, we created a Women in Technology Index, uh, which looks at the representation of women in the tech sector across the G7. So it includes uh, variables like um, female representation in, in employment in the tech sector. We also look at the pipeline, so the share of ICT graduates that are women. And we also look at the share of women in senior leadership positions uh, in the tech sector, as well as the pay gap. 
So we did this for the G7. And what we found was that Canada is the best performing country um, of the G7. And that's mainly driven by it having the highest share of uh, ICT graduates that are female. Um, and then also the smallest technology gender pay gap. The UK is in fifth place, and that's mainly because it's below average uh, compared to the G7 across all of those indicators, um, except for the share of women on boards. Um, but what is interesting is that um, the tech sector performs worse than the economy as a whole, and that's certainly true of the UK. Um, and you know, you've you've heard the the stats that Winsey shared earlier. Um, I think there is something. You know that is uniquely challenging about the tech sector um, that it is not you know necessarily attracting the right female talent and retaining them throughout as well. Wincy, how can we encourage more young women to choose to study STEM subjects? I think role modeling is extremely important, okay. um, especially at a young age. I think recent reports, you know, as recent as February twenty twenty, um, mm. we saw that more students were still talking about the same archetype roles as what they want to grow up. When you ask them, <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? They would still say things like doctors, lawyers, yeah. you know, or, or, or policemen or firefighters, you know, uh, or, or things like these really traditional roles that even when I was growing up was what people were saying. However, the world has completely transformed yeah. and the types of roles that are in tech are vastly different or are extremely, um, ha has just changed fundamentally and most, however, most teachers, most schools, and mo a lot of parents aren't aware of those unless they are already working in those roles. Mm -hmm. And uh, w which is why you see kind of a more of that affinity of people who work in tech, fam w where they have families who are already in tech to go into it. So, so we recognize the problem, or I recognize this problem. I was hanging out with a lot of awesome women in tech. Uh, and we got together, there were 18 of us with um, uh, Sheridan Ash from PwC as mm -hmm. well, and we formed the Tech Chican Charter. And that was two years ago, super exciting. Uh, I'm, uh, and what we wanted to focus on is that education. Yeah. So what we decided, well, what there were so many women in tech groups out there, but what we didn't think there was enough focus on was on that next generation. And although there were a lot of organizations focused on the technical aspects, so like you said, ICT or the new computing curriculum, there weren't any programs focused on role modeling what future tech careers could look like. Yeah. So that's when, um, so I lead the Improve Education work stream within TechSchicane. And w within that, what we did is we came up with these lesson plans about tech for manufacturing, tech for communication, um, so on and so forth. There were six of them. And when we trialed it with students um, around the country, what we found is that at the start, only 21% of the girls we, we taught them to both boys and girls. They're called Tech Weekend Lessons. 21% um, of the girls were interested in careers in tech. But by the end of those lesson plans, in which we highlight a female role model working different various um, roles in tech within the lesson plans, by the end of those six lesson plans, and there were two hours each, we found that 47% of them were interested in careers That's in tech. That's amazing. And that was something that we were extremely enthused by. The proof is in pudding, <laughs> you know? We, we went there, we trialed it, and now what we're really keen on doing is just scaling that program. Uh, and for those of you who are interested, who are listening to the podcast, you can find those lesson plans. They're free for download for any school, and they are at techwecan.org. 
In fact, we currently already have a hundred and over 160 schools signed up to the, the platform itself, and we're hoping to be to get to a lot more. I mean, that's amazing. I'm just looking at some of the stats that we pulled before this, and your social media hashtag has reached over 30 million people. Um, like you said, 160 schools have signed up, and previously only 21% <laughs> of girls were interested in technology careers, and now risen to 47%. I mean, hats off. That is absolutely incredible. Absolutely it incredible. It's something that actually works, which is why, and, and what was, what's great about this is in a lot of the social impact work that, that everyone's talking about nowadays, social impact investing and all of that, what, what is extremely important is actually, this is a non-competitive sport. You know, if you want to talk about climate change, the earth is dying, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, we, 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 we need to all work together. Everyone has a role to play. And that was the beauty of the Can Charter because in the Can Charter, we have 150 companies and both mix of large and small um, companies who believe that this is the answer. They believe that we need to inspire the next generation, and that is what we have to do in order to make that fundamental shift. Mm -hmm. And we should encourage all technology organizations to expand their pipeline of female tech talent by investing in initiatives such as Tech Weekend, for sure. I think the actually what it is is that a company, very few companies nowadays, can survive without becoming tech companies. Mm. I think so. We are we're a bank. We're a financial services bank. However, our biggest branch by far is our mobile app. We have seven million users. We get so many millions of logins <laughs> a, a day. Uh, and actually, if we didn't have a uh, huge teams running, uh, tech teams running and constantly optimizing our tech front end, yeah. which is our face of the customer nowadays, we wouldn't be able to survive or compete I in the current sure. climate. A and that's where all the innovation comes from and that's what we hear over and over, which is why the, the members of, tech of the TechShikan Charter are so wide ranging and they come from so many different industries. Yeah. Mm. What should the technology sector be doing to, to make a difference? So I think, you know, the the point that Wincy has made about you know really cultivating that pipeline is 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 a really key one. I think there are loads of things that you know tech companies as well as you know even companies like PwC who are really invested in new technologies um, can do um, that that you know could apply elsewhere. So making sure that the workplace is inclusive, gender neutral, recruitment, and so on. But I think the pipeline one is is quite key. Um, and I think one of the things that PwC is trying to do as well is to raise awareness of tech as a career pathway. So our Women in Tech uh, program, for example, that's a three-day paid placement program which gives university students the opportunity to you know, experience what it's like to have a tech career at PwC. Um, and I think we also need to make sure that these opportunities are open to people of all backgrounds. Um, so for example, we've got uh, apprenticeship programs for um, technology as well as in data science. And I think you know those are the types of initiatives that can really generate interest, awareness uh, with, you know, within young people um, to aspire to careers in tech in the future. Sorry, Wincy, you anything to add? No, there? sorry. <laughs> um, uh, I'm really passionate about <laughs> the subject, <laughs> as, y as you can imagine. It's great. So, um, so, so probably the, the one thing I would also say is pipeline, extremely important. Mm. But pipeline just isn't enough even at the moment because we're actually, we have more roles than we can fill with tech talent in the UK. And it's a tremendous um, cost to our productivity as a country. So what is critically important is retraining as well. 
reskilling the existing workforce. I was on a I was on a panel actually um, a couple of months ago, and uh, and we were talking about fintech in particular, financial services tech, and, and the whole industry and area. And I was up there with a um, small startup company, an entrepreneur, and, and he was saying that. Well, as an entrepreneur, I have no staff to retrain. <laughs> I, I can barely attract talent to, to come through the door at the moment. It's so hard out there. You guys as large organizations, so, so that's what I would please. So for the large organizations um, who aren't looking, I mean, many of them are already looking, um, start looking at how you retrain your staff. I have, for example, a, a lady in our um, data science team now who knows how to code in Python. But she, she, and she's, um, you know, I'm not going to tell her age, but she's over 50. And, uh, and she's been with the bank, I think, for over 30 years. <laughs> she started in the branches. And, and, and she, um, previously, she did some uh, what we call management information reporting, yeah. this MI reporting. And, and she had to learn Python in order. And she said, all of a sudden, I remember she came to me after one of my um, NatWest Girls Can Code events. And she said, she's like, See, I'm a girl who can code, you know, and it's <laughs> it was just uh, so wonderful to see that. And, and she was like, you know, I'm so happy, you know, uh, Python's allowing me to do things and manipulate data in ways I never thought would be possible. And, and, and it's about that empowerment. So back mm. to what you were saying about the core tech, it's yep. teaching people that language so that they can speak it and engage with it and, and actually um, utilize it. I think it's it's really important for um, you know the future of the economy as well, really, because if you think about, you know, we've got an aging population. People are going to be retiring later. Working lives are going to be longer. You know, it's it's going to be absolutely necessary for people to have the chance to retrain themselves, upskill, including in areas like tech, where you know clearly there is such um, a huge demand for 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 people with those skills to, to, to get involved in. So I think, you know, that will be an you know absolutely crucial element of making sure the tech revolution really benefits everyone. And if we don't get more diversity, so I know that we're focused on, Tech Chicane is focused on, on the gender lens, mm -hmm. but we also very much focused on the um, the cold spots and, and the more deprived schools in the country. Mm -hmm. One of the pilot schools was the eighth most deprived school in the in England. So, um, and they absolutely took to the lessons, to which really was um, helpful in terms of, um, giving us hope <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> we can we can change the hopes and minds uh, of that next generation no matter the background that they come from but but um, if we don't have diversity more diversity in tech people will die I mean like they're <laughs> it's as dire as that because um, so for example there was a, a female entrepreneur from the states that I was talking to um, who had come up with a way in terms of in tech to deal with um, uh, to d detect a and to map a genome of, of, of a very rare form, well, not rare form, so a very difficult to map form of ovarian cancer. Mm -hmm. And when she pitched it to the VCs, which were mostly men, mm -hmm. um, they just said, well, that sounds like a niche product. <laughs> which is yeah. which is horrific when yeah. you think about you know it's actually the fifth biggest you know um, cancer for females and and that uh, and that was um, and certainly uh, uh, unfortunately a large killer of them so well that's the reason why we we need more people more women going into tech to solve issues that are related to 
us, uh, um, not just uh, to everyone, yes, but also to to us as women and our biologies. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I was I was mentioning to 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 Chris earlier actually this example with. Um, crash test dummies that are used in oh car yes. safety tests and the fact that you know in Europe and in North America the dummies are not actually built to the specifications of the average woman it's um, it you know it, it fits the average male which is you know crazy when you think about yeah. what safety implications um, that has and then you know I, I know I cheated a bit with not using a tech example but I think even in tech I think the example that you raised was a was a great one, um, and another one that does come to mind is you know a smartphone brand, you know whose name I won't mention, um, in its first first iteration of the health app didn't include anything for menstrual tracking, which seems like a really obvious thing to include if you're a woman. Mm. So, absolutely, and and with the crash test dummies, also that's why most w- that's why women are more likely to get car sickness than men as no well way. it's just because of the height of the seats and how it's also so i know so many women who get motion sickness and car sickness um but, but i it's know it's not your fault exactly <laughs> i mean luckily for me i'm quite tall so i get to like i, I probably a little bit less susceptible um, uh, um to that sometimes but um but yes, absolutely. There, there are also examples of you know uh, I can go on for ages where phones. And the phones are too big. The phones for your are hands. too big, yeah. so that's why they've already recorded that there's more like arthritis in women's hands from using oh smartphones no <laughs> as well. That because the spans of them are too wide. I mean, um, I there are so many examples of data points that we could point to, but I think the crux of it is. The world is is changing quite massively and quite quickly, and it has been since the industrial revolution. And in fact, many of uh, many people call this the fourth industrial revolution. Um, and when there is change, there's opportunity. So we should really try to embrace this opportunity of all that change to get in there <laughs> and to be able to control and, and define what we want our future to look like. And I mean. What a great call to action. <laughs> and uh, I think I would love to encourage people to share their experiences of being women in tech or working with women in tech on social media. So please use our hashtag, hashtag PWC underscore leap, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, but that draws us to a close uh, for another episode of our How to Empower podcast. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed the discussion, and thank you so much, Ying and Wincy, for, for joining me. And if you'd like to find out more about Wincy's work, please follow her on Twitter and LinkedIn at Wincy Wong. And make sure you check out PwC's Women in Work report, which can be found at pwc.co.uk forward slash women in work. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to keep up to date with future episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next time.